91.3 FM Stereo. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Good evening. Welcome to The Burning Issue. I'm your host, Yazid Kamaldin. So last week, last week, we talked about Hajj. And this week, we talk about death. We are talking about COVID-19. Friday marked 100 days since South Africans were informed of the first COVID-19 patient. And the country has seen a steady increase in infections and deaths. At first, the bulk of the country's cases were quote-unquote imported from foreigners entering the country and citizens returning from overseas trips. And then it was towards the end of March that the country began seeing cases of community transmission. Now, last night, South Africa breached the 100,000 mark. Now, this is a big number with 101,590 COVID-19 cases and just under 2,000 deaths. Now, experts say we are closely heading to the peak of the virus, and we see this every day by the amount of janazas we read out on air. Now, of course, just to clarify that not every janaza that is being read out on air is a COVID-19 case. Now, in tonight's show, we look at the changing landscape of Muslim burial over the past 100 days. We ask questions, what are the challenges, what are the patterns, and why? We're going to welcome our guests in a minute. And of course, if you have stories or information that you want to share about this, you're welcome to do so as well. We'll be taking your questions and messages. Um, you can WhatsApp us to 072-238-0712. That's 072-238-0712. You can also, of course, uh, that's throughout the show. You can also give us a call in the studio. The number is 021-442-3530. Now, we're going to be chatting this evening to Mr. Ibrahim Solomon. He is chairperson of the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Forum. Um, he's going to be our first guest and... Uh, you know, he's going to be talking about, of course, his uh, experience in this. And then we'll also be talking to an independent undertaker. His name is Yahya Canfield. He's going to be joining us later. And we are going to be going to Gauteng as well to look at burial challenges with the Johannesburg-based Sabiri Justice Society. And we chat to Muhammad Wadi of uh, Muslim Stats South Africa on some interesting trends that they are analyzing with regards to the COVID-19 in the Muslim community. So in studio now we have Ibrahim Solomon. Ibrahim, salam alaikum, welcome to the show. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Look, I'm going to ask you the first question that I want to get out of the way. There are still people in our community who think that COVID-19 is not a reality. You know, um, Yazid, I've, I've been preaching this for the, for, for the, for the last couple of months. Because one gets to a, to a janazah and you don't get that social distancing and you don't get people attending the janazahs with masks and people don't sanitize. Those are the three main things that they, 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 they need to, to observe when going to a janazah. And I always tell them at a janazah that it is not 
the janaza or the or the or the, the mayat that's going to spread the virus. It is them that is there at the at the janaza that will move that virus from 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 one place to the other. This virus is so real. I think we are we are standing on the brink of a hundred Muslim deaths in the Western Cape. I, 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 if I, if I, if if my 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 knowledge serves me correctly, last night we were on ninety-seven. Uh, there was two more today, if not more. Then we are standing on positive people that has passed away of COVID nineteen on a hundred. Mm-hmm. That is, since the day that I started with the first um, Muslim uh, burial, that was on the fourth of the fourth of this year. Up till today, which is the 23rd of, of, of uh, um, the sixth month. In the last two and a half months, they, we're standing, Muslims, is, we, we're standing on a hundred positive COVID janazas. We, 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 we're going to try and un- unpack that, that <coughs> fallacy that people have that every janazah that is there is a COVID janazah. Okay, so the thing is, obviously when we're saying that it was a COVID janazah, you're talking about the report that came from the hospital, not just the family saying, I mean, uh, there, was, there was a test, there was something that was proved, There was a right? test and there was yeah. positive proof yeah. that that person was COVID. Otherwise, it won't state on the notice of death that the person has passed away of COVID. Pneumonia, COVID pneumonia, pneumonia, COVID. Uh, um, what's the other coronavirus positive? Whatever you want to call it. If, it's, if it states on the notice of death that it, that person is positive COVID, then it is a positive COVID. If the person was tested and he had the symptoms of, 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 of the virus, they, they tested him and his results is not in yet, Seeing that we as Muslims want to bury as soon as possible, we, we don't wait for the results, but then we have to treat that, that body as a COVID person. But do you say it's COVID? No, we yeah, don't. It's not, it's not it's registered not, as a COVID not, not, death. Okay. No death is registered yeah. as a COVID. Okay. We, we just need to clear that mm, up. Mm. No death yeah, is registered yeah. as a COVID. Yeah. COVID-19 is a natural cause. Because it's 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 a, a, a strong strain of the flu. Yeah. So it's a natural cause. So you die of a natural cause, and all death certificates uh, states natural cause if somebody dies of COVID. Yeah. You know, because people people have the idea that because they're not, they haven't seen someone. You know, or they. I mean, it's almost like people want seeing is believing, as they say. But the point of it is you are seeing people. I mean, and also like these very special precautions, obviously. You're saying people are coming to the janaza. They're not necessarily observing the safety precautions as outlined by the government, etc. And um, so, so, so where would they get the COVID then if they come to the janaza? Are you saying from the... From, from interacting with... You see... Uh, we've got this tendency of hugging and kissing and, yeah. and, 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 and you know, uh, the, the families uh, at, at the janaza, they yeah. come and they, they still shake hands. They still, they still hug, they still kiss and things like that. So, so this is the sp- where, where, the, where the virus can be spread. Mm, okay, so we got that out the way. We got the first most important question out the way. Community, we have someone in the studio who buries people who have passed away of COVID-19. He's saying it's very real. I know through conversation with many people, I'm a journalist, I talk to people, there are still people in our community who believe this thing is not real. We're going to go for an ad break. When we come back, we're going to get into the questions. The 
issue. So, Mr. Solomon, how many, Ibrahim, how many Janazas of the one, almost 100, have you done over the last period since COVID-19 deaths have been recorded here in South Africa? I've done just over 60, Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then if I should say Alhamdulillah, oh, 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 how I should put it. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, don't worry about that. What I want to know is the un- this is uncharted territory. We are not used to this in South Africa. We Look, we have Janazas. People come in droves. Suddenly the government says you can only be 50. You have to social distance. You can't greet someone properly. Like we, like you say, we greet each other. We shake hands, etc. You want to greet the family. You give your condolences. What are the challenges of burying someone with COVID-19 during this time? Oh, it's, it's huge. Yes, it. Um, you know, uh, the the... The, the, from, from, from the offset, collecting the body at the hospital, you know, um, whoever collects the body needs to go into full PPE because you're walking into... Let's, let's tell people exactly what is PPE, uh, right. personal, personal protective, protective equipment. equipment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are, it, and, and it's not only a hazmat suit, it's gloves, it's aprons, it's masks, it's foot coverings, it's hair coverings, head coverings. All, all these things is personal protective. Mm-hmm. We, we need to take precautions because we, we're going into an infected area to take a body out of there. Is it like a unit, a special unit, right, for all the COVID-19 there, cases? Yes. Right? If, if, the person, if the person is positive, mm-hmm. he will be in a, in a, in a special uh, um, unit. If the person is under investigation, he will be in a, in a, a certain unit because in that particular unit, they are still waiting on results. Or if the person has gone in, they will they will wheel the person to the to the different sections. Um, you find people that that, that 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 go into hospital today, tomorrow they pass away. You find people that's in hospital for eight weeks. I buried somebody that was in hospital for eight weeks. I buried people that was in hospital for three three weeks. I buried people that is in hospital for 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 just one night. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's body is reacting differently. Some people, alhamdulillah, recover. Yes. The majority of our people recover. Recovered. Yeah. The, the thing is just if you've got underlying problems. Diabetes. Diabetes, hypertension, yeah. uh, kidney uh, um, uh, problems, all those things, because those are the things that the virus attacks. And it gets to you. It, I mean, if, you, if you're asthmatic mm. and, 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 and the virus attacks you. Uh, you, you're gonna go down. You might. You, look, we all know. We we know and 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 uh, that that you we die when your time is there. Yeah. But uh, the quality of life that you're going to have is 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 the other question. Take us through the challenges. Let's continue on that. Okay. Yeah. We have uh, uh, when when go, collecting a body at the hospital, you you've got to um, go into full PPE. Now we've got a team. That that goes into the into, into the infected area. They go and go and do the the one challenge at the hospitals at most of the hospitals is and and I understand it. The paperwork is never never completed. So for us to release a body from the hospital takes a hell of a lot a long time, because um, the doctor obviously that is in that ward is busy and is infected. He's, he's in PPE. He's got to come out of that ward to come and complete the paperwork. So. For him to come out, he's got to finish with his patients and then doff his, his, his PPE, come out of there, and then go and do the paperwork. So that time that, is, uh, that, that we spend there to release the body because we want to bury as soon as possible. So, so we, how much time do you think? Look, this, uh, there, there's been uh, some t- sometimes 
especially at the private hospitals when we um, uh, go uh, go and collect bodies there that we've spent up to four or five hours waiting mm-hmm. yeah. on, on, that on is the quite body. A long time. Yeah. Because um, you, you see, you see Again, I'm going to stress this, that nobody was prepared for this COVID. Not the hospitals. There's nobody can tell me that they were prepared for this COVID. So um, we, we, we were all in a learning curve. As, yeah. as, as, as the months and, and, and days went by, we, we all learned, even environmental health, that we took our, our guidelines from, from, the, from the word go. They, the, 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 the regulations changed as the months went by. And uh, um, so, so before they said that the body must be wrapped at the hospital or, or uh, placed into t- uh, double body bags, and then the regulations changed where the body can only be wrapped in a in a in a shroud, like like normal body, but it must be tightly wrapped in 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 in, in a shroud. So we've got to go there and we've got to collect the body in in w- with a body bag. And is that normal fabric material? It's, it's, a, it's, it's a it's a it's a plasticky a thin plastic that the body is wrapped in, in in the shroud. Okay. Okay. So. When we collect the body, we take it, we bag it, we take it out from there. Then we've got to take the, bo- the body to a Ghana. There was two Ghanas that was uh, uh, um, uh, made available. That is the one in Taronga Road and the one in Usami, Usami, at Usami Masjid in Craven Beach. I just have a question, Marv. At that stage... Is it only the undertakers who go to the hospital or can family also go in? Yeah. No Just fa- help us to understand because usually families are almost there. Yeah, the whole family sometimes comes mm. to, 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 to the hospital. No families can come there because they can't go into the infected area. And obviously, um, we're going to PPE when we go into the ward, when we come out, we doff. We, um, Which means you're taking off all that take, clothes take, again. Take all that clothes off again. Making sure you're not infecting yeah, other people yeah, take, because that clothes Taking it into be, our vehicle. Yeah. And then we then transport the body. And when, when, when there's um, a, a body in the, in the cartel, Mm. Um, which is our trolley. We've got wheels on our cartel. We push it into the hospital. We load it into there. We seal it. We send it out. Then we've got to disinfect. We disinfect the bed that the person was lying in so that whoever was there can, can, can come in and come and collect, uh, come and clean up and things like that. Marv, where is that now? At the hospital. But why would you need to do that? Isn't that the responsibility of we, the hospital? We, we're taking, I mean, I don't we're taking that body. It is the responsibility, yeah. but they don't do it. It's strange. Um, Strangely enough, these things happen. So, so we, we, we disinfect and we bring a cartel out that tomorrow the janaza or later the janaza is going to be in. We've got to disinfect it once w- w- before we come out of the, 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 the infected area. So you've taken the cartel into the ward. Into the ward. That's why you're going to disinfect it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got to disinfect. We, we've got to we place it into our, into our vehicle. We then proceed to the Ghana. When we get to the Ghana. Whoever's going to whistle, it's got to done the, the, the um, PPE again. Still no family or family no, also? No family. Look, we even can't, if there's somebody from the family who can do the whistle, can't if, they? Even if they sometimes can do the, the family whistle, wants to be part of yeah. this. Even if they can do the whistle, if they're not part of the team, we won't allow them in because we're not going to take the responsibility if the virus is spread. So the team goes in, the team then dons their, 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 their PPE, they then um, whistle. They, they then bag the body. Then they coffin over the bag. This is, I've been questioned wow. on this. I've been questioned on this mm-hmm. many a times. But 
this is where we where we come to the 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 integrities of the of the whole uh, Muslim part of of ziyarat in the body and things like that. The body goes into a body bag, see through body bag, so that we cover over that. So, so now, this is now plastic. Yeah, we 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 put it into the the see through body bag, so that. When we are doing the the the, the, the you look, you know, if you if you're washing the body, you, there's not not much movement, because um, you you wash, we we, we wash in the, the the same way as we wash anybody, but the only thing that we we don't do is we don't do the istibra. That is when we you 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 press the stomach, and bring the body up to to press everything out. We don't do that, because. There's still there's still that 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 fear that the body the the the, the person might erase a light. Uh, wind might come out um, and that the virus can, can, can still spread it that way. So what we do is we put the put a mask on for the for the deceased and we wash him as normal and then bag him. Obviously co- cover the private part with, with, with cotton wool and then bag him and then we coffin over that. So we, so that, that allows us to open up the coffin so that the families can come and ziyar it. And then you we pl- put the plastic over the person, yeah. and then the cloth. Yeah, that. Okay, that, you leave good. the head open. The we face leave the open. face open, yeah. like normal. Yeah, uh, you've got a body there. Uh, if you done done with the washing, you then uh, pl- place it in the coffin and you open the face like normal. Mm. But yeah, only the, the the face is seen through a plastic bag, through, through a body bag. Then we place the body into another plastic bag, but we don't seal it because we need to close the coffin. You understand? So, so when when the family has uh, finished their ziyarat, they then. So now, now you. So okay, wait. Now before you fast forward, now the ziyarat process mm-hmm. is important to to understand, because this is a challenging thing. I mean, I've been in contact with a young woman who contacted us. Um, she said their grandfather died. Mm-hmm. The funeral, the janaza, was done in such a haste. That most of the family members didn't even get a chance to ziyarat the grandfather. Now, this is someone who's been part of their life for their whole lives. It's the grandfather, right? So, just take us into the room where the body is. Does the body go to the family? Where does the ziyarat take place? Okay. Yazid, I just need to I just need to emphasize this. I am chairperson of the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Forum. I also have a burial service called Havi Miladad Burial Services. So. I have a burial service and I do do do, do janazas. Um, the process that I'm explaining is from our burial service. There is other burial services, and uh, yeah, the, 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 I, I, the, there's been burial services. I don't know if they're still doing it. That is uh, um, that fetches the body at the hospital. The body's in that shroud. They put it into a bag and they drive straight from the hospital, straight to the Magbara, and they go and bury the person. Without ghusl. Without ghusl. I don't know if they, if they do the tayamum, when they place the, bag into the, the, the body into the bag. And I'm, I'm still waiting on some learned uh, scholar to, to tell me why, because I, I know that some of these guys are under the impression that when a person dies of a virus, of, 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 of COVID or of, of virus, they, they use a, a particular hadith that says that if a person dies, dies of a virus, he dies as a martyr. 
Now I know that you get the reward of a martyr, not you don't die as a martyr, but you, you get the reward of a martyr. But they so 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 with with that, they take the person straight to the to the Kabbalah and go and bury the person. So I think families must be aware of this beforehand, eh? Before yeah. when they contact a, a, a burial service, uh, like you know, society or service, they must actually be very aware of this because what what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's talk about the ziyarat process. Right, okay. How does it work? So the families understand all. So that. so so when when they done with the with the ghusl and the kafan, and the bodies in the bag, they then disinfect the entire area where where they washed. So we have. Uh, since uh, um, look at the with, with the first with the first uh, um, uh, COVID janazas, what we did was we didn't the regulations didn't allow you to 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 have a ziyarat, so we we, we washed and we coughed and then closed up the bag. Wow! That that that, that so was, people may not have seen they, they the deceased they, they, they just, for up to two weeks. Yeah, and they just don't have any closure they, they in terms of ziyarat. Didn't have yeah. any closure. Um, I, I uh, with with the, the the bit of humanity in me and the bit of empathy in me, I, there was one guy that passed away. He was in hospital for eight weeks, and his children didn't see him. And his son came to me and he said to me, "Can I go into the room?" I then donned him into a suit and I said to him, "Go into the room." I mean, you knew. This is now when you did the ghusl. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I didn't allow him to stay for the ghusl because, I, I, in fact, he, he wanted to come out of there because he, could, he couldn't. Uh, you see, this is emotions can take over, man. W- yeah. w- once, once you see, yeah. so the only contact that they, they had with their father was they um, uh, via telephone or via yeah. um, video calling. Look, Ibrahim, I have got a lot of questions and there's a lot of WhatsApp okay. messages coming in. Shall I know that you're going to be only till eight o'clock. If you want to stay longer, stay longer. There's lots of questions, right. but the point is, I need to get. To step by step, so that right, our people okay. know how this works. Okay. Ziyarat. So, okay. so the room is disinfected. Um, now, I, 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 I just touched on that, Yazid, for the simple reason because people might just think that at the beginning um, they couldn't ziyarat, they, 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 they couldn't see, but because regulations didn't allow it. Yeah. Then regulations changed. We're talking about now. What yeah. happens now? Na- mm. Now, now you can ziyarat. In, in fact, now we can take the body back home. Okay. Um, in the bo- in the plastic in the, body in the bag. Plastic in the plastic bag. Cafe. People can ziyarat yeah. at home okay. uh, for a maximum of a half an hour, and then we have to move on. Wow. So, so there's no like of. People reciting Yasin and all that other stuff. It happens, but the regulation says off and now, yeah. so we, okay. we, we try it. Um, so anyway, uh, the, the whole area is disinfected, and then we allow the people to, to ziarat, and then we, we bring the body out into the courtyard at Tarangarit. 99% of the, the whistles of the covid positive bodies that we've done we've done it at the Taronga Roads Masjid and I have to thank I have to thank Taronga Roads uh, um, uh, caretaker he gets up at any hour of the of, of the morning to open up for us because this happens in the middle of the of the night I have to thank him and I have to thank the committee of, of Taronga Road because we've had that free reign of, of going there with every janaz alhamdulillah so we take it out into the courtyard. We then um, uh, perform Salatul Janaza. We allow the family to come. 50 people maximum. That includes the, 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 the team, which, which consists, depending on, 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 on 
if it's a woman or a man, uh, uh, um, we've got the team that carries and things like that, yeah. and then the woman. So, so wait, just to confirm, this ziara happens at Taronga Road. At Taronga Everybody Road. must come there. Yeah. This person, this body does not go back to the family yeah. home. Now, after, after the 25th of May, regulations has changed, and the regulations now says that the body can go home. You can take the, 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 the body home, let, allow the family to ziara, and then uh, you, you proceed from there. But also half an hour. Also half an hour. Okay. Now at the Ronga Road we do it for longer because that is, and we, we, we try and keep to the to strict to the, strictly to the regulations where there's fifty people. Uh, um, we, we we try and keep it. There has been janazas. I mean, you 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 find high profile people passing away of COVID, and uh, um, you can't tell the people not to come to the janazah. But we keep it that way. And when we go to the cemetery, we keep it at 50 people. We keep a register of every janazah that we have. We keep the register of all the people that is at the janazah. Have you turned people away? We have at one, one occasion of, of, of one of the janazahs. The family actually had to ask the people to, to, to leave. Because there was too many people there. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing about it, the challenge is, obviously, you hear about the janaza, you know the person, you go, you want to go make the, join the Salatul janaza, and you don't know who else is going. So you come to the mosque and suddenly there's 200 people. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we allow the people to make the Salatul janaza and they leave. Okay. Then you go to the Kabastan, to the cemetery. So, yeah. yeah. Then, then we and bury. then you bury. Mm -hmm. We bury. Yeah. We bury the, 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 the person um, in a plastic bag. And the plastic bag remains sealed. It's it's really strange, I think, to be buried in a plastic yeah, bag. It is. Two plastic bags, in actual fact. I mean, disintegrating, how yeah, does that it's work? Bio, biodegradable okay. bags that we use. So that so will, disintegrate, will disintegrate, the body will... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go for a quick ad break. When we come back, we've got more questions. Inshallah. Welcome back to The Burning Issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin. And of course, tonight we're looking and talking about COVID-19 janazas. And um, I would like to just uh, point out that we have in the studio, we have someone who does the, um, the actual burials, janazas. His name is Ibrahim Solomon. And he's been talking to us about the challenges of uh, doing the janazah of a COVID-19 patient or, or rather a deceased person. Now, I'm going to look at some of the WhatsApp messages that have come through as well. Um, let's look at it. So, look, a lot of people are asking about the money. Um, that's one thing about our community. They always want to know about the money, you know. So the first question, straight up. Salam, how much does it cost to bury a body? A body or a COVID body? In the context of this evening's conversation, a COVID body. COVID body, 7,000. That, that is what I am charging, 7,000. Yeah. We'll only talk about you. And I can break it down. Yeah. I can break it down for you if you want me to. Let's go. I can break it down yeah. for you. Yeah. Collecting the body, we use two... Uh, um, Suits, gloves, masks. I, I want people to do the maths, right? Then there is a whole. Then there is the Rusal Khana. The Rusal Khana charges us. We don't. We don't go there for free. They charge us to to Rusal there. Then there is the hearse, obviously, that collecting the body and 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 driving the body to the Rusal Khana or to wherever. Then there is the. Um, uh, the, the, the body bags that the body goes in. Then there is the tukamanis. And lots of people are trying to tell me that 
since when does Tuka Manish charge? You try and get up at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And yeah, but remember, people have always been doing this bookies that they collect money. That's a burial society. Yeah. My burial society, if you die of COVID, we do it for you free of charge, according to my burial society. The other burial societies, whatever they are doing, I don't know. Well, let's focus on your service, yeah. please. Yeah. I, I, I do it. I do it free of charge if you die of COVID. But you said it's now 7,000. No, 7,000 rand if I do a private janaza, not, not one of my members. Okay. A bookie is where you pay every month. For like forever? Not forever. Oh, okay. Whether until 7,000. Until you die, until you die. <laughs> uh, until you die. I find that stuff uh, fascinating. Uh, you must actually do the maths yeah. and, and, and see if you, if you pay. I charge 100 rand a month per family. Now, if I've got 10 people on my, uh, that pays, uh, pays for the 100 rand, I don't know when it's forever. Because I don't, I mean, if, if, if 10 people passes away and, and, and it's at 70,000 rand, okay. I don't people. Want, You're giving us a checklist of your costs. Right. You need to leave it out. Okay. We have a lot of questions. We've got um, the body bags. We've got the hearse. We've got the imam. We've got whatever goes with the janaza. So where, where does the cost? Uh, why are people, people questioning? And certain, certain of the magbaras, they charge us more if it's a COVID body. For a grave? Yeah, for a grave. But what's the difference? It's the hole. Yeah, exactly. But their, their thing is they, they, they're never going to open it up again. If it's a COVID body, they're never going to open up oh, because they don't goodness. know what's... Uh, so, so yeah, we've got a... And some of the cemeteries charge up to 4,700 rand for a hole. So for, for one thousand seven hundred For one hole. So I did a COVID janaza and I charged the people, or the people paid, I won't say I, won't, I charged the people, the people paid 11,000 rand for the janaza. So look, our listener 1018 says, why do you need 9,000 rand to bury a COVID-19 person? So obviously there's the suits, there's, we need to understand the cost as well. That's what people want to understand, right? So you've given us an idea of some of the costs. Are there anything else that you want to mention in terms of costs? Cost is uh, <coughs> basically the, 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 look, for a normal janaza, I charge 5,000 rand. Normal, normal janaza, sometimes 4,500 rand. If the people don't have the money, we, we, our, our duty is to get the person under the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a matter of, but that is what a, a COVID janaza costs. I charge 7,000 rand. Whatever the other people charge, I'm, I'm not worried. Okay. Cool. So look, I mean, listen to 808 says, I heard about mass graves burying. Will this happen? In, will this happen? I, at the moment, I don't know, but uh, we are on 100 now. If, if 100 people drop dead tomorrow, one on, on one day, then maybe we're going to have to go that route. Put more than one body in a exactly. hole, in the, even in the, in the Islamic context. No, not, not more than one in one hole. We'll have to dig a long string of graves and bury them uh, um, uh, separately, se- separately okay. in a long string of graves. So it's like a mass funeral. That's right. Okay, not a mass grave. Yeah. Like, okay. So um, what we also want to look at is in terms of the two Husul facilities, are there only two in Cape Town? No, there's, there's many Husul facilities in Cape Town. For COVID, I mean. Uh, the, 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 there's only two for COVID now. Yeah, that's what I wanted yeah. to confirm. There's only two. Uh, two. Two was sanctioned by the Environmental Health and by the MJC. Okay. Is it true that the personal protective equipment is disposed of with the deceased in the ground? Oh, we don't do that. 
I've heard about it. I've seen it happening at a, at a cemetery. At a Muslim. At a Muslim cemetery. We carry a red, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, hazardous waste bag. And we, we dispose of it in the bag and it uh, gets disposed of in the proper manner. Are there enough undertakers and tukamanis to deal with a possible surge in cases if we get more deaths? I, I think so. I think we will. There's, there's enough tukamanis. Tukamanis is the person who does the ghusl, the, right? The ghusl, yes. Yeah. Um, my team is growing. My, te- my, my team is standing on, on, on 16 people, alhamdulillah. And we all jump in. I mean, because this is it's a special... Need- you need to know what you're doing, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you could get COVID yourself. Exactly. So, are the... Okay, what about burial space, right? Do you think our cemeteries are equipped... Will we have enough space? Is that why they're pushing up the prices? Because the spaces are... Why? I mean... I, I, look, um, we, we're expecting a spike in, in, in deaths soon. And uh, um, uh, the burial space, I mean, we've got cemeteries now that don't even have holes for us uh, now uh, because uh, of, of the, the workload of the amount of people. I mean, there was one day now... Um, Last week, when there was 20 janazas on one day. But, I mean, we're not saying that's all COVID. We're just saying there were 20 janazas. There was 20 janazas. Yeah. Okay. What I also want to understand is tying to that now, saying that it's not all COVID, right? There are stories about people passing away of underlying conditions or other medical or health conditions, but then a death certificate says that it's COVID-19. What do you think about that? I need to clear the air. There's three things on the death certificate when a person passes away. You either die a natural death, an unnatural death, or you die, uh, the death certificate will state under investigation. That is if the, if the, the, the result is not conclusive by the time that you register the death. So COVID-19 is classified as a natural death and all the death certificates of all the the, 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 the um, janazas of COVID positive people that I've done stated natural causes. So you're saying it's all COVID? No. What I'm saying is the notice of death that you receive at the hospital yeah. will state there COVID positive or COVID pneumonia uh, it will stay there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it will say that it's, it is, uh, they've done a COVID test and the person is PUI, which is person under investigation. So when, when they say that the person has been tested for COVID, obviously they, 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 they either had underlying conditions or they, were, they, 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 they suspected COVID somehow that they had the symptoms of COVID. That's why they did the investigation. Uh, but so, the so, so, because this is now the thing, right? I mean, one of our listeners also wants to know about listener 5001 asks, do we assume that all bodies are treated as COVID when it is not confirmed? And as you mentioned, still under investigation. Still under investigation, we've got to, because they've done a test and we don't have the results. As, as Muslims, we try and bury as soon as possible, because... If they've done it, if they've obviously if they've done a test, then um, the 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 the, the um, uh, symptoms might must must have been there. Mm-hmm. So because some people say that oh my mother got a pain over the chest and uh, she went into hospital and they said it's a COVID. Some people say that my mother uh, was breathing heavily and she's asthmatic for years. How can she be COVID? She hasn't been out of the house. 
it doesn't uh, she doesn't have to go out of the house yeah the question to, isn't around that the question is around the medical reason for death right yeah that's what we're trying to talk the about. medical reason for yeah. death, it will state there that the person yeah. is either PUI, which is person under investigation. And then it's treated as a COVID. It must COVID. be treated as a COVID. Because that's what our, li- our listener 4836 also asks. Can a suspected COVID person, and well, actually this question has been answered. The listener wants to know, can a suspected COVID person be brought to their home for ziarat? The answer is yes. yes. Ziarats now now after, after the 25th of, or we will, we will say that the, 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 the um, uh, regulations change on the 25th and since the 1st of June uh, that was allowed. Yeah. Look, I have a difficult question. Our listeners are asking us difficult questions. These things come out on social media anyway, so I'm going to ask you this question. The yes. person, listener 1622 says I was at a Janazah on Sunday and Buta Ibrahim and his workers only had masks and gloves on, no personal protective equipment. But isn't that personal protective equipment? Yes. Once so, the body, yeah. once the body has been washed and bagged, yeah. that body is as safe as anything. So, so uh, did any of the other people that was at the janaza have personal protective or, or, or have um, gloves and hazmat suits on? Personal protective clothing is your gloves and your mask. Once that body has been been, tre- been seen to, then um, I think that that is uh, personal protective clothing. Yeah. That's what regulation states. Yeah. Look, we're rushing through questions. We're going to go for the ad break. More questions coming up. Sure. Welcome back to Burning Issue with myself, Yazid Kamaldin. And this evening we're talking about COVID-19 janazas, how it's done, what the challenges are. We've got a number of questions from our listeners. Listener 2778 says, asks rather, how much is it to bury someone with COVID-19? i answer that. We charge 7,000 rand. Okay. Um, do you know, I was just wondering now also, this is a question that I have. It must be so hard though for families who've lost someone of COVID who can't, you know, go through a, if I can say, proper or normal janaza. Very difficult. Difficult times, uh, like I said, my my empathy and my, my humanitarian part of me has to come out there. I have to try and, 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 and you know, regulations is regulations and... Uh, We've got to follow it because we, 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 we can't. We can't allow families to do what they want to, uh, especially with the janazah. You find people hanging over bodies and things like that. If, hanging over bodies? I mean, if... if like of no, sadness. Crying, crying oh, and, you, yeah. and kissing and hugging and, and uh, those things aren't permitted. It's, it, it's, it's difficult times, but unfortunately, this is... This year, I mean... The virus is real. Yeah. Look, I mean, here's the reality, okay? Somebody, listener 0115 suggests that people must wait for an autopsy before they bury their families, the their, their COVID-19 person, because they're saying there's a false diagnosis of COVID. But, I mean, this will take time. Of course. We, we as Muslims bury... Uh, as so, soon as possible and yeah uh, I, I know of people that has, uh, has waited the time out to see whether the results comes in positive or negative and then then they go and bury and we've been fighting especially the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Forum has been fighting with the mortuaries and with uh, to, and, and, and with cemeteries to try and bury the people as soon as possible 
Okay. So look, I mean, the thing is, um, we also a lot of a lot more questions coming in around the money, right? But yeah. we've covered all those questions. People are talking about like how can people afford to, to spend all this money and so on. Um, but I think we've covered the money questions. I think I'm not going to ask any more questions related to 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 money. Um, let's see what else is here. Yeah, I mean, also people want to know, actually people want to know what if it's a poor person who doesn't even, who can't even afford a janaza? Yazid, last week I did a janaza of a family that didn't have money. Alhamdulillah, we went to go and bury their mother um, without money. Um, this, this is, I mean, it's reality. Uh, like I always say, my, my maqsad is to get that body under the ground. That is, that is it. I need to, but... At the end of the day, if we are going to say that we do the janazas for, 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 for this amount and that amount, you must remember that I'm not sponsored. Every cent comes out of my pocket or it comes out of whoever's bearing, paying for the janazas. We buy our PP. We go through a, a lot of PP. We go through gloves. We go through boxes of gloves. We give people sanitizers. We disinfect. We give people gloves at the janazah. We give people masks at the janazah. I mean, we go through boxes of gloves on a, 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 at a janaza. And if people don't want to make use of our service, they can make use of other services. But like, like I said, and, and lots of people are going to say, I'm doing it just for the money. I'm not doing it for the money. My duty is to see that everything is done in the correct fashion. We, we follow the Sharia and we follow the, the, the regulations of the country. Okay, shukran. So look, we're going to leave it at that. It's now 8 p.m. Shukran so much for coming in. I mean, there are many more questions I could ask you, but I just want to thank you. Is there any final words that you want to share with my, our listeners? My final words is, and I, 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 I stress on this, is when people call for me to do a janaza for them or do, call any of the, of, the, of, the, of the undertakers, make sure what service you are going to be provided mm-hmm. because you're only going to get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. That is it. Yeah. Shukran so much. Of course, that was Ibrahim Solomon. We wish you all the best. I know you've got another interview coming up. I wish you all the best for that. That was Ibrahim Solomon. He's chairperson of the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Forum. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.